a lot of times people will build businesses and once they become profitable and productive, they say, well, we should give money. We should give money to charities or give money back. I kind of did it the opposite. I built this business and said, okay, up front, I want to give away 20% of all profits each year to nonprofits and charities. So I did that up front, 20%. That's my goal. Welcome back to the Digital Dreamer podcast. This is one of our Digital Delights episodes where we talk to business owners who share tips to help your dream life take flight. Today, I'm talking with Captain Kurt, the man behind Epic Beer Tours. As if the promise of traveling the globe drinking beer isn't enough to entice you, I asked Kurt to share tips for anyone who might be interested in setting up a tour business. We talked about retiring early, taking time to do the things you love now rather than waiting, and why he structured his business so that giving back is a priority. There's a longer version of this interview over at Power Up Your Performance, so if you want more behind-the-scenes from Epic Beer Trips, be sure to listen to that podcast, too. Welcome to the show, Kurt. I'm so excited to talk to you today. Well, I'm glad to be here as well, so uh, it's going to be a fun conversation. How did you become interested in beer and travel? That seems like an interesting combination, especially when you're traveling the globe to do the beer and travel combination. I combine things that I'm passionate about, basically. Beer, traveling the globe, and having fun. Those are the three things we do at Epic Beer Trips. I love that so much. So tell us, what is an Epic Beer Trip? All right. So basically what I do is I find cool places like Scotland, like England, like Ireland that have a have a pretty solid beer culture or craft beer culture. So I kind of look at those two things and selfishly, I also kind of pick places where I want to go and and visit um, or go back to like Scotland. I've been back there three times since I went in 2019 and uh, going back again in June. So, so I kind of just look at those types of things. And then I also, I connected with a company. They're actually based out of Scotland called BrewDog. So uh, BrewDog basically started in 2007. Two guys and a dog started making beer in their basement. And next thing you know, you know, whatever, how many years later, they have, uh, it's an international brand. They have a brewing facility in Scotland, Columbus, Ohio, where I live in the United States, mm. Germany, I think I know Australia, they're, they're a global uh, player now. Also really diversified. They've added and they built the beer hotels. So Brewdog Hotels, there's one in Edinburgh, Scotland, 10 minutes from the castle. When we go on that trip, we stay there. All the, the the whole, it's like a 30-room hotel. It's like a boutique hotel, but everything is beer-themed, okay? So you have the shower beers, um, which is a little shower cooler. It's a refrigerator in your showers. You have in-room taps. All the beers, the rooms are named after the different beers they pr- produce. They have 60-some beers on tap. The food is excellent. All the people who work there are all really craft beer enthusiasts. So it's kind of like Disney, but for beer, you know. So yeah, you're kind of immersed in this beer culture. To me, it's it's about building the community and whether people who are in the community ever go on a beer trip or not, uh, it doesn't really matter, but you know, it's all good. It's all good in my opinion. So one thing I really love about what you're doing is on this podcast we talk a lot about creating your dream life, and I feel like 
you have just created this ideal situation. You thought of it while you still had a stable income and then you moved into it and then you're combining all of these things that you love. Sure. Yeah. It's, uh, I just turned 64 and I have a lot of friends who retired early into even early in their forties or fifties. And usually what happens is they, they, they get bored. Um, they're so happy for the first year to be out of what they were doing because they were tired of it. Yet after six months or a year, sometimes not even a year, they've already done whatever they do. They've traveled a little bit. They play golf or do whatever hobbies. But then a lot of them end up going back to work for the companies or work in the industry where they used to work just because they don't really, they're not doing it because they need the money. They're doing just because they're, they're just bored. And I didn't ever do that. I didn't want to be in that position where I was going, okay, what am I going to do today? Um, so I, that's starting this company. It's, it's therapeutic in a lot of ways. Cause I, you know, I, I, I work a few hours a day, sometimes more, sometimes less. The nice thing about it, like when I don't want to do something, I, you know, I have it on my calendar. I just move it to the next day. I don't have anybody saying, Hey, uh, did you get that uh, report done, Kurt? You know, uh, I, I, I don't, I don't have that anymore. Well, and the other cool thing about what you're doing is you did find a way to retire early. and. Yes. I I just worry about people where we put things off and we put things off until the day that whatever magic age hits where we think that we can retire. And yeah. then, I mean, maybe the person you're married to is really sick and can't travel, or maybe there's a situation with your kids or your grandchildren or whatever it is. I mean, there's a million things that could happen. And then yes. all of a sudden you're 65, 70, 80, and you never yeah. got to do the things you always wanted to do. Yeah, that happens all too often, you know. It's all and it's always those unexpected things that happen that you don't really plan on or you don't really know are coming, right? And and uh, no one retires and then say, okay, yeah, within the next two years, I'm going to get really sick and I won't be able to travel. Right? No, no, or or my wife or a relative. No, no one ever, no one ever plans on that. I've always been the type of person that says, go for it. If we can go do something and before I was retired and we could afford to do it, we just, we did it. So yeah, I, don't wait. And I'm, I'm not saying don't wait to go on an epic beer trip. Don't wait to go travel the globe, have fun on your own. You know, if that's what you want to do, it's just, uh, it, it, this life is too short. And then that's easy to say. And it, and it's really, that's really hard for a lot of people to get. Life is too short, but it really goes by quickly. It, it, uh, it's amazing. I just turned 64 and it's kind of like, man, how'd that happen? <laughs> now, you also have something really awesome that you're doing that I want to make sure that we talk about. And that is Epic Giving. Tell yes. us what it is and why that was important to you to include in your business. Yeah. So that's kind of behind me. A lot of times people will build businesses and once they become profitable and productive, they say, well, we should give money. We should give money to charities or give money back. I kind of did it the opposite. I, I, I built this business and said, okay, up front, I want to I give away 20% of all profits each year to nonprofits and charities. So I did that up front, 20%. That's, that's my goal. I just wanted to build it that way because, and I call it Epic Giving. So proceeds from each trip sold uh, will be donated to different charities and nonprofits. Uh, so last year, I, I actually gave away a trip for two to Ireland. It was about a $6,000 value to a charity, uh, uh, Center for Pediatric uh, uh, Pediatric Research down in Louisville. 
they they used it as a raffle item. They were able to raise six or seven thousand dollars and kind of do it that way. So I, I love giving away to charities that um, to people that can't be their own advocates, children and animals. So I give I give money to the Humane Society here in Delaware County. It's just a it it makes sense and it just makes the whole mission or purpose of what I do that much more valuable because there there are just a lot of people um that really they want to do business with organizations like mine that give back to charities so uh and they occasionally i'll do a tactical thing like if you buy a trip i'll make a hundred dollar donation to the charity of your choice things like that so uh some big chunk giving some little chunk giving but uh you know all in all it's it's a lot of giving it's epic i love that i totally love that i think that's a really smart way to do business Yes, it is. And again, I build it differently. I build it up front. I didn't say, well, when we get there, then we'll start giving away, you know. Now, what do you think about if somebody said, hey, this is kind of cool. I need something to do in retirement or I need to start a side hustle or a, a whole new career. And they yeah. wanted to start doing tours. What kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, if they're passionate about travel, then I'd say, yeah, go down that road. If they don't like to travel, right, uh, then I'd say pick something else. Pick something you're passionate about. A friend of mine who retired about the same time started this company called Pure Baklava. He's he's Greek, and he had this baklava recipe. <laughs> Go to the website, purebaklava.com. That's the guy I partnered with when we did the beer tasting. He picked something he was passionate about. Um, so if you're passionate about travel and, and touring and going to different places, um, I just focused mine on beer, right? Uh, you could pick anything, right? The, my friend, her dream vacation is the name of her company, Stammy Turner. She has one that focuses on small group travel for women. So basically women who like to travel, they might be single, divorced, widowed, or their husband don't like to travel. She does unbelievable trips. She's based out of Greece, but she does trips. She's done. She's doing one right now in South uh, South Africa. Um, she does also Scotland, Ireland, and, you know, so... Um, pick something you're passionate about and then go from there. Then just go on a trip because I I won't do a trip unless I've been to that location, uh-huh. unless I've scouted it out. Um, you know, so just kind of try it. And then you also figure out, okay, what's the expense side, you know, um, kind of what's it, what would it cost? My trips are, I price my trips based on just what the, beer trip portion is people buy their own airfare. I don't handle, I'm not a travel agent, so I don't handle uh, air travel. Um, But you know, that's, that's the way I would recommend doing it. And then, but you also have to understand you have to be the type of person that likes putting things like this together. I always like to plan our vacations. My wife called me a control freak for years, but we also always went on awesome vacations. Um, We have to like like to talk to people too. Yeah, that's the other thing. You have to like to talk to them. And you're also kind of in a service role, mm-hmm. right? Because they're going to have some people that, for whatever reason, if there's a problem, you have to help them out. It's not like, oh, that's too bad. You can't sleep because of your bed. You can't You can't do that. So uh, you have to have some type of people uh, desire to, you know, customer service or you're okay with, with people. On my trips, I have 10 to 15 people, which is a manageable number. And you should form an LLC. Um, and you should buy business insurance, right? And you should invest in knowing up front that word of mouth isn't going to cut it. If you want to do something like this, you have to look at it from a business standpoint. You have to keep track of things. You have to pay taxes, right? 
Um, you have to invest in things like uh, Adobe, uh, Zoom, uh, Microsoft. Okay, all those things. It's kind of woofoo that my, you know, when, when people go to my website, right? There, it just all those things add up, um, mm -hmm. and you need them all, right? When someone goes to your website, they're interested in a trip, they have to fill out a form or we use something called Woofoo. I was telling somebody who's interested in starting their own business, I said, look, I'll send you the list of all the stuff I, I have to pay for because you have to, right? MailChimp, I have an email newsletter, you know, WordPress for my website. You, you need all that stuff because um, if you if you really kind of half-ass it, you'll have a half-ass product. Um, and you know what? My trips cost anywhere from... 2600 uh for, like for a shared room up to three grand for a shared room plus you know airfare i just tell people plan on five grand right so if someone's going to spend five grand with me to go on an epic beer trip i better deliver a quality product i can't i can't uh i can't half-ass them if they're going to spend that kind of money you know so right. uh, that's the other thing you need to think about so the other thing I heard you say, and I just interviewed somebody else who said a lot of similar things, but I think the other thing that people need to make sure that if they were going to try to do something like this is, I heard you say you invest a lot of time in the relationships that you've built, the networking, oh, yeah. having local drivers, people that actually know, so that you're not, oh, some dude from the US just brought a bunch of people over. We're not going to help him when he has an yeah, issue. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. We're doing our first trip to England. We're staying in Manchester um, coming up here in May. So uh, and I have 11 people going on that trip. Uh, we're also going to visit Liverpool, Leeds, and York. I went there uh, after I went to – I did a beer trip in Ireland last year. I did a scouting trip to, to all these cities. And I'd sent people emails prior to. And people – some people respond to your emails. Some people don't. Even the ones that did were like, yeah, okay, whatever. Stop in and see me sometime. You know, because I told him I was going to come over there. I tell you, the difference maker uh, with all these relationships with the with the brewers is going to see them. But once you go to see them, anybody can send an email or set right. up. A, a, now you can set up an international call for free. But until you show up, until you sit there and drink a beer with them, and until they see your level of passion, well, mm -hmm. once you do that, things change. You know, so. Uh, um, so that's important. And like this, this driver that I found through a friend who has a similar business, he does golf trips, told me about Russ and this guy. I had already hired a driver for part of the trip and I had Russ for the second half of the trip. And that was one of the feedback was from the, the people was like, whatever you do, make sure like have Russ for the whole week, you know? Mm. So we have, we have a 16 seat minivan that he'll be taking us all over Ireland with. So, uh, yeah. Super, super fun. Yeah. And I can just see you too going in and meeting the brewers because you are just like, so you have such a big personality and you like to have fun. And so I'm sure that you hit it off with them right away. And that's just, that's part of building relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for saying all that. Yeah, it is. Cause it's, you know, you know, it's like, again, travel the globe, drink beer and have fun. Um, that's what the people are like, well, how would I know? Well, could you try like to travel the globe, drink beer and have fun. Yeah. Now, another thing I think I want to point out before we, close this up is that you have a long background in sales. And sure. I think that that is part of your success, not necessarily from a sales standpoint, but you have become accustomed to if there's something you want, you ask and you haven't been afraid, you meet somebody, you ask. And I think that that's just always a great lesson for people 
in general. Oh, no, I don't do sales. Well, we all do sales. Yeah. Just ask, because what's the worst they can say is no, right? So I I saw this thing with uh, Paul McCartney, where he... um, he did this thing where he was with some guy and they were in England somewhere and they just went into a pub and they started playing. Right. And I'm thinking, well, I'm going to Liverpool. Wouldn't, wouldn't it be awesome if we could get Paul McCartney to meet up with us? Well, so I tracked down how I could get a hold of him. And this was woman in New York, you know, and she's like, ah, that's not going to happen. Kurt <laughs> I said, well, you know, but she said, well, from the other, other people that you could get. And I said, well, what's the price range? She told me, I'm like, okay, that's good to know. I bumped into somebody when I was in London last year who knows uh, Mick Jones from the Clash, right? So I'm like trying to work that angle, and and I'll ask. They can, they you know, if they they might not respond at all. The interesting thing is most people respond, okay? Um, that that I've asked, um, and, but you know, but the same, even if they say no, I don't doesn't hurt my feelings, you know. Yeah. So because I'll have another one of those kind of rock star things at some point the guys from nazareth will do it again this year if they're not touring so i will put all the links on how people can get in touch with you in right. the show notes is there anything related to how to contact you that you want to say yeah the, the you know the easiest ways epicbeertrips.com epicbeertrips t-r-i-p-s.com you can go there And that gives you a list of all of our trips and how you can interact with us if you have questions. Uh, We're also on, you know, Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, but go to the website. You'll get a better handle, more about the company, FAQs, pictures from Scotland. And um, let me see what we have on there, Scotland and Ireland. Soon we'll add pictures from the England trip. And then any final thoughts you want to leave people with? You know what? Take a trip someplace. Just go someplace. Go someplace you've never been to and just go for it. You'll be blown away on what happens. And just stay in a hotel, get an Airbnb, whatever. Just go to someplace. Go to that place you've always wanted to go to. Whether it's on an epic beer trip or with another tour company or it's on your own. doesn't matter. Just go do that. And uh, do that this year or within the next year and it'll impact your life. And then from there, you'll just kind of springboard into something else. I really love talking with you. Thank you so much for spending time on the show. Great. I appreciate the opportunity and look forward to hearing from anybody that has questions. (laughs) 